Hello. This is our third time to say hello because we started a Zoom like a while back and you guys know we're cheap and we have the free version. And then I was like, we should end it because we've been talking for a long time. Let's start a new one. So we just started a new one and we were like, hello again. And then I hit record and we we're like, hello again. So anyway, that was really Third long. time's the charm. Yep. It's going to be great. Um, hopefully because we're re-recording this episode because I messed it up <laughs> the first time. Um, we are going to tell you guys the story about the Skirvin, which we recorded in the Skirvin. But as you could tell from the audio last week, um, my mic wasn't working. So that's <laughs> great. So we recorded the um, true crime episode there also, and we had to go ahead and release that one because like we couldn't re-record it. But we're re-recording this one because that one was so bad. So I apologize. <laughs> Just skip it if you need to. Although if you're here, it's too late. So anyway. <laughs> if this is your first episode joining us, if maybe this is your skip first the previous episode, one. Don't watch the previous one because it was bad <laughs> audio. Um, good stories, bad audio. Anyway. Yeah. This is Spooky Oki. <laughs> I'm Catherine. And I'm Madison. And oh, welcome today- to the podcast that is run by true professionals. <laughs> oh my goodness. Such a mess. Um, anyway, today we're going to retell the story of the Skirvin Hotel, except we're not there Exciting. this time. <laughs> and now we've already done our investigation, so we already know all the spooky stuff. Yeah, we do. Yeah, I'm excited. I still haven't gone through the footage. I'm nervous to go through all the footage. Ooh. Gonna be spooky. Anyway. uh, Have you gone through the EVP? No, I've been scared. I'll do it this week. (laughs) I don't want to. I'm scared. Um, (laughs) I know, based on what was being said. Yeah, Yeah, it was spooky. Um, That real-time EVP stuff is, uh, I don't like it. Uh, It's a little bit spooky. I was scared, for sure. Um, anyway, you guys will see that next week. But uh, yeah, let's go ahead and get started with the story again. So we are going to tell the story of the Skirvin again, which is great. So excited to retell this entire thing. But um, it's a good one. So it's a good one to yes. retell, I guess. But we were so scared recording it because like before we even started recording, we had already heard a noise at the door. Like no footsteps leading up to it. It wasn't like a knock. Nope. I I don't know what it was, but it was like a very I don't weird, know even like, how to it. I don't popping, even know how to describe it. It wasn't, but it wasn't like, like a, a building creak, not a building no, popping. Like a it was like something was, was outside the door. Yeah, it was something making a sound. It wasn't just like a building yeah. settling or something. But like there were no footsteps up to the door, no footsteps away from the door, just a noise at our door. And it was spooky. Yeah. And it almost and there was, honestly to me, it almost sounded like it was right inside the door. Yeah, it sounded like that to me too. And there's no okay, like vent in me. that spot either. No. Mm-mm. And I even checked. There's not like a vent on the ceiling there where it could have been like um a heating or air thing. Um because I even checked that because you know we're skeptics. And so I even double checked that to see like, okay, is there something right by the door that could have made that noise? There was nothing there. No, I truly have no idea what it was, but it sounded like it was right inside our door, but there's like a wall that separates um, like the beds from the door. Like you can't see the door from the beds, which mm-hmm. kind of freaks me out. I kind of don't like that, but um, I didn't like that. <laughs> it's, it doesn't seem very safe, but um, yeah, so you can't see the door. So like we couldn't look and see what it was, but there was a sound. Yeah, so it, it was, was very it was a little bit creepy. Yeah. 
yeah, was not a fan. Okay, let's jump right into the story, I guess. Again. All right, let's do so, it. So my sources are dugdog.blogspot.com. <laughs> Love it. Dog is spelled D-A-W-G. Just Oh, nice. So you know. And then bbc.com, 405 Magazine, legendsofamerica.com, The Oklahoman, and Wikipedia, of course. Nice. So, in 1860, William Skirvin was born near Sturgis, Michigan. He married Harriet Elizabeth Reed in 1880, and the couple had three children, Pearl, Marguerite, and Orin. So, I thought you were about to say Margarita, and I was like, nice name. What a good name. I mean, close <laughs> enough. Close enough. Close enough. Pearl is also spelled, like, really strange. It's not, like, the normal spelling. It's, like, P-E-R-L-E, which is kind of cool. Okay. I kind of like that. Um, I don't know where that is comes that, from, but I like it. Isn't that um, a term? Isn't that its own word? Okay, sure. I got to look this up. Okay, okay look continue. It up. I'm looking this up. Uh, okay, great. So fun facts about his children. Pearl ended up marrying George Mesta, a wealthy steel manufacturer from Pittsburgh. And Pearl also got involved in politics, moved to Washington, D.C., and was appointed as the ambassador to Luxembourg. Wow. She was like really cool, like an actual ambassador. Because her husband died like relatively early into their marriage, I think. I should have put that in there. I don't remember. But it wasn't long. But then she like, it was like after he died, I think that she ended up being like, cool, I'm going to get involved in politics and move to Washington, D.C. and like do all of this stuff. And so she was just like really cool. And she never like got remarried or had kids or anything. She was just like, no, this is what I'm doing. So living her life. Another cool thing about her is the Irving Berlin musical Call Me Madam is based on her life. And the message. Okay, I want to see this now. I know, me too. Um, it has the song Hostess with the Mostess. I don't know if nice. you've heard that. It's a good one, but um, yeah, it's good. I've heard, I heard people sing it like in college and stuff. And the Mesta Park neighborhood in Oklahoma City is also named after her because she moved back oh, cool. like, kind of after she retired from like politics and stuff. She moved back to Oklahoma okay. and like lived there and nice. died there in maybe the 80s. I don't remember. Maybe the 80s. Okay. But yeah. And then- nice. the, the other daughter, Marguerite, not Margarita, she became a famous silent movie star. So. Oh, neat. Yeah, pretty cool. And okay. then it didn't say anything about the son. I don't know what he did. But the daughters were cool. He wasn't as successful as the, as the daughters. No. Nope. nope. Did you find the term? <laughs> okay, it is a term. It was not. I was thinking it was like a pearl of wisdom. I thought it was. I thought a pearl of wisdom was different than like a pearl. Oh. But it's not. But a pearl, P-E-R-L-E, uh, is like the kind of clearish gel capsules for medicine. Oh, it's called not a pearl. Is cool a pearl? No. Um, and then a fra- a fragile glass vial that contains a liquid that is intended to be crushed and the vapor inhaled is also called a pearl. Oh, so hmm. that's kind of cool. Kinda like that. nerdy tidbit, but I thought that was interesting. I like it. <laughs> okay, so that's that's a little, like, rundown on the family, I guess. Um, and so the family left for Oklahoma Territory in 1889, where they took part in the land rush of 1889. So they were original, like, 89ers or whatever. And nice. Were, so they, were William, they Sooners? I don't know. Sure. <laughs> I have no <laughs> idea. 
<laughs> did they did they cross that line early? <laughs> they may have. Let's be real. No, I don't know. Let's be don't real. sue me. Don't they, sue me. Um, <laughs> I don't know. They I'm had sure the money to probably get away with it. Probably. Yeah. So they got property in Guthrie and then they sold it and the family moved to Galveston, Texas to take part in the real estate business there. Okay. So they got into real estate. They developed the town of Alta Loma, just west of Galveston. Okay. But then the Galveston hurricane of 1900 destroyed a ton of the area so Ooh, it was like shoot, the, that's not good. I think it was like the most, like the biggest natural disaster in the U.S. Like ever, possibly. Like it was. Oh wow! It was really crazy. Like there was some crazy statistic about it. Like it was really, really bad. It that's just like terrible. kind of leveled the whole place. So then they bought an acre of land in the Spindletop Dome area near Beaumont, and so okay. that was after the hurricane of 1900. And then on January 10th of 1901. Oil was discovered on that acre that they bought. And hey. like so lucky, right? Um money, money, money. <laughs> I'm, why can't that happen to me? I know. I'm, I'm like, hey, can somebody find oil in my backyard? I'd be fine with that. <laughs> be great. I have 20 acres you can look all over. Like <laughs> there's gotta be something. This is Oklahoma. Um my grandma's got tons of land. Can we find something on that? <laughs> it would be nice. It would be so nice. Um, so anyway. It's all. It said that this discovery of the oil there was one of the biggest oil discoveries ever in the U.S. Dang. So I guess it must have been part of like on an acre of land. Yeah. Right. It must have been part of a bigger area that like they found it like on all of it, but even just that one acre like set them up. Like they were, they didn't have to worry anymore. They were good financially. Insane. That is insane. I'm so jealous. Can you imagine? (laughs) It's like winning the lottery, basically. It is. Gosh. Um, so since the oil just like set them up financially, they moved to Oklahoma City in 1906. And then in 1908, Skirvin purchased the property that the hotel is currently on for $40,000. I don't okay. know if that was $40,000 like back then, because I feel like that is a lot or like $40,000 today, like in today's money. But I don't know. Yeah. He bought it. I guess he could have afforded it because he had all that oil money. So maybe yeah. it was 40000 back then. Um, but he initially planned to build an office building there. That was his plan. Okay. But then also in 1908, his wife died, leaving him with the three kids. So in 1909... Oh, wow, that's rough. I know. Uh, so in 1909, he was considering selling the property that he had just bought, where the hotel is currently... And he began negotiations with Ned Green, the son of financial genius Hetty Green, H-E-T-T-Y. I don't know. Oh, okay. Never heard of her, but apparently she was a financial genius. So then Ned, the son, told Skirvin of his mother's plans to build a hotel on the land. And so Skirvin decided to just keep the land and build the hotel himself. Oh, wow. Yeah. And like, so nice like, idea. I'm going to keep it for me. He's like, actually, never mind. We're not, I'm not going to sell this. But it's reported that he like went home that night and told his daughter, Pearl, quote, that Hetty Green is no dumbbell. If she thinks that's a good site for a hotel, then it probably is. <laughs> Dang. But then I bet she was hey, so I- mad at her son for like, oh, yeah. Like, messed like, up this sale. Dude, you spilled the beans. Like, are you kidding me? Keep your mouth shut. Like <laughs> sign the papers first, sign the contracts first, and then be like, this is what we're doing with the land. But no, yeah. he was just like, this is what we're going to do. 
So dumb. Gosh. Um, I know. I bet she was so mad at him. Hey, I did the time money converter. Oh, yeah. What and was it? If they bought it in for 40000 this only goes to 1913, the one that I'm on. But uh, if $40,000 in 1913 would be $1,215,515.15. Wow. I, he could have afforded it with that oil money. So it's so basically totally a million and a quarter. Yeah. That's cr- for just like land. Just like, yeah. It's not even that much land. The hotels no, it's on. not. I mean, they built up. Like, it's not like a lot of land. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I can't imagine that it would be that much back then. I bet I so. it has to be forty thousand in today's today. Year. What would what would that be? Can you do that calculation since you're already on there? See. Okay. Cool. 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 Uh, will, it, will it let you do it that way? Maybe. Let's see. Twenty twenty three. Okay. First, just an item for twenty for forty thousand, and then nineteen thirteen. Okay, then it would be $1,316. That sounds more realistic. Yeah, that sounds more realistic. Okay, I'm making the executive We're going to go with that. That's what it was. Yeah. yeah um, anyway, we're go with that. So, so the hotel opened in 1911 with 225 rooms, 10 stories, and a two-winged tower. And Fancy, fancy. Schmancy. Fancy even before like the renovations because they ended up adding on, but like it was even fancy back then. Um, yeah. And Skirvin and his children lived in a suite on the ninth floor. Okay. So, so this hotel was known as one of the finest hotels in the Southwest. It was one of the first buildings in Oklahoma City to have air conditioning, which they called iced air, which I love and I want to bring back. I love that. I think, yeah, so absolutely. Cool. We need to bring that back. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's do it. Great. Iced Glad air. Decided that. Perfect. That's kind of like now. icebox. Like yeah. how people in the South still use the term icebox right. for a refrigerator. Yeah. We need to bring back ice. Yeah. Here. Oh, I'm yeah, let's do it. I'm in. Okay. It also had running water in each room and a ballroom that seated 500 and imported Austrian chandeliers that cost more than $100,000 each. Again, I don't oh, know if that is today's we... money or back then, but either way, that's a it's lot. Got, for it's got to be today's money. It's got to be today's so. money. Surely. Surely. Are you calculating? I'm, it up. I'm calculating. Great. Love it. <laughs> Let's see what it was. Okay. It would be $3,290. That's got to be it. It's got to be it. I can't I think imagine. I think it was $100,000 like, back then. I mean, that's that's more than the entire, well, I guess it was more than the entire land. They spent more on each chandelier. They spent over twice as much as they did on the land okay. for the hotel. If they literally spent a hundred thousand back then, that would be three million, over three million dollars per chandelier. Dude, I don't know anything about chandeliers, but that seems pretty steep. That seems real steep. <laughs> if the, if you could, if chandeliers cost that much, I need to get into chandelier making. I yeah. That's crazy. Well, I already knew that, but (laughs) same. Um, Anyway, so in nineteen nervous laughter, nervous laughter. We're gonna just skip over that. Um, In nineteen thirty, a third wing and four more stories were added to the hotel. Wow, the hotel had lots. I know, isn't that crazy? So the hotel had lots of famous and powerful guests, including Dwight Eisenhower, Harry Truman, Richard Nixon. Ronald Reagan, 
Paul McCartney, and Elvis Presley, nice. among Ooh. many others. Yeah. Nice. Which is crazy to think of all those people like, why are you in Oklahoma City? What yeah. brought you here? Were they just passing through or were they like Maybe. doing a show? I don't, I don't know. know. Maybe. I mean, I know there used to be like presidential like campaigns through Oklahoma. Yeah. But it hasn't happened in a long time. No, there's no need in Oklahoma. Um, no. <laughs> so, I mean, it was like the finest hotel of the Southwest. So, who knows? Yeah. It's a good place for them to stay. Um, Maybe so. And so, so although the Skirvin was a beautiful hotel and was ahead of its time, it had its fair share of issues and scandals. Are you ready for the drama? Ooh. I'm ready for the drama. Hit me with it. Great. Perfect. In April of 1911, a man named Frederick Schrubel became the first manager of the hotel. And okay. then only two years later, on April 17, 1913, he was found shot to death in his hotel apartment on the third floor. Holy smokes! It was initially ruled a suicide, but was later investigated as a murder. Ooh. Okay. Ooh, mm-hmm. Murder. So police considered the possibility of murder because there were no powder marks or burns from the shot. And they questioned why a gun of that size at such close range wouldn't leave any marks. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. Seems questionable, right? That's us. Mm-hmm. So Shrubel had also borrowed this gun just a few days before okay. from Morris Brown, who maybe worked at the hotel, couldn't find anything about him. But okay. he apparently lent his gun to Shrubel and because he was having trouble with some of the cooks and he borrowed the gun for protection, is the story. That's some uh, scary cooks you got if you got to get a That's gun. That's a lot of trouble. <laughs> like, yikes. Yeah. Um, okay. So it was eventually just ruled a suicide. That's too much heat in the kitchen. <laughs> uh, good one. Good one. Thank you. Thank you. um but anyway it was ruled a suicide so like nothing came of it but still okay a little little questionable to me that seems questionable yeah right I feel like yeah I mean maybe they just wanted to like get it closed because it's such a nice hotel and they didn't want you know the name and the reputation ruined for having a murder um probably very strange very strange um, it also had its own little dark side during the height of prohibition. Uh, oh, I'm liking this. I know. Anything with prohibition, I'm like, I'm there. I'm ready. I'm there. Um, yes. It's reported that the 10th floor, quote, embraced vice related demands. Ooh, okay. Whatever that means. Open to interpretation, apparently. Although we stayed on the 10th <laughs> floor, so that was fun. That was very there wasn't fun. anything. There, there was there. There's no speakeasy. I'll just say that. I was it was such a such a disappointment. I know. Wouldn't that be? They should put like a speakeasy on the tenth floor to like yeah throw back to those times. I would. That go. would be so fun. You know how cool that would be. Oh or my like gosh. even if it's not on the tenth floor, like somewhere in the building, just like yes, have like an a old hidden... style bar that yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, that'd be like so down in the fun. basement or like some like secret entrance that you have to like go through like a you know like yes bookshelf in the wall that opens like whatever like that would be, that would be so, so cool. cool you know how much that okay, would add Skirvin, to are you listening i would go there we've, we're sure. we are your planning committee we've got some tips for you right here 
Yeah, Skirvin, are you listening? Do you hear me? You hear these ideas? They're brilliant. Hire me. Anyway. Um, also, also support us. Also pay for ads for us. Yeah. Skirvin, do you want to advertise with us? <laughs> you you want to be a sponsor for the podcast? <laughs> hey, we're like 20 stop. something listeners. That's true. Thank you, 20 listeners. Maybe someday we'll get a lot of listeners and they'll be like, dude, they only had 20. Yikes. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, so <laughs> fingers crossed. So it said that a rigged roulette table was found there, which I'm like, Ooh, what snap. like, what was going on? I don't know. And that there were multiple gunfights there. And it was also a very popular speakeasy. Hello, Skirvin. Love it. Bring it back. Bring it so, back. So perhaps the most famous story from the hotel is the story of a Prohibition era maid named Effie. It's said that Skirvin okay. had an affair with her and she became Ooh. pregnant with his child. Scandalous. Uh-oh. Yeah. And he locked her in a room on the top floor of the hotel, which is now the 10th floor. Rude. In probably the room we stayed in, most likely. Um, most in order likely. to prevent a scandal, he locked her up there. And after she had the baby, she was still not allowed to leave the room. And so being desperate, she jumped out of the window with her baby. That's horrible. Which is like so spooky given what we heard while we were there. Wait till next week, so, guys. Wait, wait till next week. Got some spooky stuff. It was wild. Like knowing the story and then hearing those mm-hmm. words happening in real time. Because we got a cool app. In for, real like, time. It's like a sphere box sort of app. It was terrifying. It was like too accurate to the situation. And I was scared. Yeah. And then we had it to sleep was spooky. There. It was very spooky. Yep. So speaking of spooky, <laughs> um, let's move on to the spooky stuff. Yes, please. Ooh. Okay. So the Skirvin has gained notoriety in recent years for being a hotel that NBA teams are scared of. <laughs> which is so funny. Which to me. I mean, which I mean, they're sissies, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. Um, so uh, if you've watched them play, you know. I haven't. I have to admit, um, I don't watch any sports. So, uh, but yeah, apparently they are. So Lakers forward <laughs> Meta World Peace claimed to have been assaulted by a ghost while staying at the Skirvin. He said, what? just prepare yourself for this quote. Here we go. Quote, the ghosts were all over me. I just accepted it. They touched me all over the place. I'm taking one of the ghosts to court for touching me in the wrong places. End quote. <laughs> oh my gosh (laughs) i guess we shouldn't be laughing if there was a literal assault but like um it's just really like i don't it's it's too ridiculous yeah 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 i don't know um anyway it just seems a little strange to me but um yeah new york Knicks Knicks player ed curry also experienced the ghosts and ended up staying in teammate nate robinson's room for protection can you imagine that conversation? Like, dude, I can <laughs> He's stay like, in your bro, room. what? Like, dude, my room is haunted. My room is haunted. The ghosts, they touched me. Can you dude, imagine? Smoking. <laughs> <laughs> Give me some. So then uh, Kyrie Irving is planning to star in a movie about the Skirvin's hauntings. Hey. I don't know who that is, but I'm assuming a basketball player. Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming. I don't know who that is. Cool. If you guys know basketball people are, players. People are shouting right. at us. Yeah. they're like you were shouting at talking. us from... <laughs> they're, they're like um, what's to do with baseball? <laughs> basketball. 
So when asked about the NBA players, Tales of the Haunting, an artist in residence at the hotel, Petra Germany, said, quote, I don't think it's haunted. I think NBA players are just a bunch of sissies. Amen. Amen. I think that's so funny. <laughs> so other people have I mean, also I think reported... it I mean, I think it's spooky. I mean, I think it's spooky. Yeah, I, I it's definitely spooky. think they're sissies. Yeah, I mean, we <laughs> stayed in the room and we had just gone ghost hunting. Like yeah. we had just talked to the ghosts and we were like, okay, good night. Okay, good night. We're gonna yeah. sleep here. <laughs> yeah. So um, but other people have also reported spooky things happening. Okay. People have reported seeing the words help me appear on the bathroom mirror, which was like one of my biggest fears staying there. When I took a shower, I was terrified I was gonna get out and see the words help me on the mirror. Okay, I was so scared. I really I really thought about like if I could have if I could have done it without you like knowing like going in there and drawing it but I was like nah I'm not gonna be sneaky enough I would have died I would have died I feel like maybe I would have recognized your handwriting though but I don't know (laughs) I really thought about it I was like there's no way I could be quiet enough and in like a small bathroom like that that she wouldn't hear me or no I mean I locked the door also so oh okay yeah so it wouldn't have worked anyway that's fair you're like okay note to self always lock the door apparently (laughs) yeah oh my goodness okay I would have I would have been so scared I would have left if that had happened if it had said help me I, I would have I'm gonna left. have to like <laughs> look up is there a way to like make it look like somebody drew in the in the shower like <laughs> I so I actually think there's like I think there's something you can do on the mirrors beforehand to where this so too. show up I don't know what it is that I you think put on so there, but you can put something on I there think there that, is like, something won't show up but then it'll like when the steam, the steam is won't collect like there yeah yeah hmm. okay we can't do that to each other because then we'll be reporting incorrect information <laughs> that would be a really good prank though i'll tell you if i do it as a prank i won't let us report okay incorrect information. okay good 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 please don't do it because i'll still be scared um so anyway uh other things include flickering lights slamming closet doors which is scary because those closet doors are hard to open and close like they're hard they're They're stiff doors like like they we really had to shove them to get them closed and you can barely get them hard to yank them open so Mm -hmm. like if those things are slamming around like that's um powerful energy yeah that's scary um so some other things are creaking doors the sound of a baby crying uh which also Aww. like maybe there's just a baby in the hotel like babies can be yeah, there that's too. fair like yeah yeah but uh items moving by themselves this one's wild that's okay scary. this one's wild a maid cart being pushed down the hall while no one was there Okay, that gave me chills the last time you told that, and it gave me chills again just now. It's so spooky. That is so creepy. Because it's just Ugh. like, I what's the explanation to that, you know? Like, nobody's there pushing it, and it's moving yeah. down the hall. I don't like it. Um, I don't also, like it. I don't like it at all. Nope. Also, people will hear the sound of a woman screaming, and they'll see a woman appearing in the 10th floor window and running at the window as though she's going to jump. I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't like that. Nope. And it's probably Mm -mm. the window for the room that we were in. Most likely. Yeah, probably. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So it's also reported that there's a woman in a red dress wandering the halls of the hotel, which also is spooky. Super spooky. Because of what we got. 
I'll let you guys find You'll out. You'll find next out week. next week. It was very spooky. Uh, it seems that men have more encounters than women typically. Okay. Which I know, didn't they tell you differently? Like when we were there? Yeah, that, like, they told me that women have more Isn't that encounters. strange? Hmm. Who that knows? is. Who knows? So, okay, I don't really agree with the statement that I'm going to read, but I'm going to include okay. it because it was in one of the articles. Okay. So it's reported that Effie was a woman of loose morals, whatever that means. Oh. Yeah. And so men who are staying alone in the hotel often report being propositioned by a woman's voice in their hotel room. Like, they've never done it to a woman. Right. I'm sorry. Like, and I'm... Uh, there's just okay, it's not whatever Anyways. it's not loose morals when they do it but it's a no woman, it's so not it yeah yeah anyway um i'm just gonna not start that conversation so yeah. they also report seeing the figure of a naked woman with them while taking a shower and being inappropriately touched by a ghost they wish yeah i think that's what you said last time too. <laughs> i think it is too i'm pretty sure um <laughs> So I but it was like genuine both times yeah it's just like dude <laughs> like they stop. wish they wish stop. um <laughs> so annoying anyway that's why i was like i don't agree with this but i guess i'll read it because they said it. if they were more of a gentleman um, then they might actually have a naked lady with them in the shower you said it not me <laughs> <laughs> they would stop so, calling women of women uh people of loose morals <laughs> right i hate that i'm like who wrote that who I don't know who wrote that, but somebody wrote that and I don't like it. Anyway, I will say that there is no evidence of a woman named Effie existing or really any elements of that story taking place. Like, I understand that he was really rich and powerful, so maybe, like, could have kind of covered it up. But, like, I feel like a woman with a baby jumping out of the 10th story window in the middle of Oklahoma City, somebody would have reported it and nobody did. Or at least, like... I don't know. It just seems questionable. Like, I know he had money, so maybe he could pay off everybody. But, like, I feel like it would have gotten out somehow. There yeah. would have been people around. Like, maybe. maybe I don't know. But maybe, maybe. Because it, maybe because it was time before the internet, like, maybe he was able yeah. to keep it out of papers. And That's there wasn't true. enough other documents that survived to. Right. That's true. To keep the story going on. Who knows? But I, I felt like I should throw that in there. That, like, there's no evidence of any of that happening. Or any elements of that story happening or her existing. That's fair. But um, who knows? I mean, it's a very like well-known story at this point. So maybe there is some truth to it. Like it wasn't in the papers, maybe. but maybe there's some truth to it. Who knows? Anyway, that is the story of the Skirvin. Nice. That was Ooh. so spooky. Yeah, it was again, spooky the second, second time. time. Yeah. Honestly, Seriously, I like I like legitimately I got chills the second oh, time hearing that made cart thing. I legitimately so got chills. Oh, I would have been like, um, seen that. Oh my gosh. I, yeah, I wouldn't have stayed there that night. I'm just going to be honest. I would have been gone. <laughs> like, I'm going back to my house. You can stay yeah. here if you want. I'm going back to my house. I'd have been out of there so fast. <laughs> um, It was the equivalent of the, um, uh, for the Stone Lion Inn, the wooden, the sound of a wooden ball going across the wooden so floor. That was so creepy. Ooh. It gives me chills every time I think yeah. about it. Like it's such a specific that's the sound cart for me. Yeah, yeah that's the yeah. main cart for me. It, oh, that just because those things are heavy. That's what you know I was those thinking. things are heavy. Yeah, Ooh. and it's and they're on carpeted floors, so they don't roll easy. Right. Yeah. Gosh, I just, like something mm-hmm. has to be pushing it. 
yeah spooky yeah, so anyway really I'm glad it was still kind of spooky the second time because honestly some of it I didn't remember and I was like oh yeah that was crazy yeah no super spooky well good all right I hope you guys enjoyed as well sorry we had to re-record this a second time and that uh <laughs> Last week's episode was so bad audio wise. Um, we're blaming the ghosts. It was fully yeah, my we're fault, the but we're blaming the ghosts. The ghost turned off the mic. That's what yeah, it was. It wasn't me. It wasn't that I forgot no. to adjust things Mm-mm. in the settings. I didn't Mm-mm. select the right mic thing. It must hey, have been the ghost. At least she didn't. It have been me. Hey, at least she didn't break the mic. <laughs> you know, true. <laughs> nobody sat on the mic and broke it. It's fine. Yeah, nobody sat on anything this time. So. <laughs> We're so bad with audio equipment. My goodness. Why One of these days we'll get it figured out, podcast? <laughs> Maybe. I thought we had it figured out by now and then I went and messed it all up last weekend or whatever. Uh, so annoying. It's okay. So anyway. Oh, well. Um, thank you guys for joining us. Thank you, Glad guys. Audio from last week. So don't yeah. forget to follow us on Instagram at Spooky Oaky Podcast. If you have any ideas of places we can go or stories we should cover, you can send those in on Instagram or you can email us at spookyokypodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can also follow us on TikTok. Uh, don't forget to support us on Patreon. Be a, a patron uh, for us. It's only $3 a month and you get to access all of our spooky extra content. So the videos of our ghost hunts, you get to see those. That's not for everybody. It's just for you lucky patrons. And this one um, should be good. It should be this one very should be spooky. Really good. So if you really want to watch good. it, you have to become a patron. All right. Is that it? I think so. We're okay. really bad at ending this. Um, <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Stay spooky. Stay spooky.